Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Winning, Winning tries. But Marcus Williams kind of, I think, gets lost in the flood a little bit. And we forget how good he was before he went down with the injury last year. And then even in his first game back, he gets that interception that game. I mean, this is a guy that could lead the league in picks, I believe. Um, And so he's flashed a little bit as of late. Again, it's, it's, it's the little things. He's always in position. He always knows where the ball is going. He had a play the other day uh, on Thursday. In Thursday's practice where Mark Andrews caught a ball and Marcus Williams kind of comes out of nowhere from behind and punches the ball out uh, as Mark Andrews is trying to secure the catch. You don't really see that happen to Mark Andrews too often. And it makes right. it an even uh, uh, an even better play uh, because he was able to avoid the contact, which is what they're trying to avoid this time of year. He's able to make that play without even touching Mark Andrews. So that 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 was really good interior uh wise on both sides looks like Salah. I mean, he has not given up that starting guard spot since they put him there uh to start minicamp. So I think there's something to that. The okay. fact that we haven't seen John Simpson get any first team reps. We haven't seen uh Ben Cleveland get any first team reps. We haven't seen Lele get any first team reps at left guard. It's it's been uh the the Salah show over there. Um, now they're not, they're probably not to the point now to where they're ready to name him the starting guard today, but just from everything we're seeing. And when you hear John Harbaugh talk about him, when we ask him about him, he raves about him. I mean, it looks like he's got the leg up right now at that left guard spot. I would say, um, on the other side of the ball defensively, uh, Michael Pierce has been disruptive. Michael Pierce was de- disruptive last year as well yep. uh, before he ended up going down with the injury. I mean, he's a big dude, and you look at him, you're like, man, is he overweight? But when you watch him run and you watch him play, he plays really good for the size that he's at. Athletic um, for his size, yeah. yeah. Or- and, and, and you think about the fact that he'll be a part of the rotation. It's not like he'll be asked to play 90, 80, 70% of the snaps even. You know, they'll limit his snap count to try to maximize what he can give them on each play. 
Um, but he's had he's been off to a really strong camp, I would say. Matt Abike as well has been off to a strong camp. Uh, David Ajabo has been really good um, as well. I mean, I, I he had a couple of tackles, uh, would-be tackles, I would say, at the stadium practice as well. He's even doing some things in the run game. Uh, also, Adafi always looked good, but, you know, that's kind of been the thing with him. He looks good this time of year. It's kind of like when does it happen? Is he going to look good in September, in October? Uh, but I did talk to him Saturday after the stadium practice, and he's in a good headspace. I will say he he told me, you know, right now going into the season, it's the first time he feels healthy going into a season since sophomore year of his of college. So you know that's kind of a ways away. Um, last year, obviously, he had the shoulder surgery that he was working back in the off season, so he does feel good right now. He raved about what Chuck Smith has been able to do for him, not only on the field, but mentally as well, helping him with his confidence. Um, so, you know, it's always optimistic and optimism in August, I say. Um, but I, I, you look at this Ravens team and uh, outside of the the question marks that we bring up every time, which are the injuries, it's, I, I think there is reasons to be optimistic about this team, but I am st- uh, going to, like I said, for me, training camp starts today with the pads coming on. Yeah, I agree with that. And and look, you know, I talked about this prior. You know, I do think that the offense is going to struggle. I think that they they have to figure it out. There's a lot of new moving parts um, into this offense. And so, you know, you have the Ravens who already have a year under McDonald's defense. Um, there's, a, you know, not too many new players in that defense. There's a familiarity there that the Ravens don't have on the offensive side of the ball. So I completely expect them to struggle. You know, they're still going to figure it out. And I said that I wouldn't even be surprised if they have a slow start into the season because they're still figuring things out. We already heard that, you know, Todd Munkin doesn't want Lamar to wear a wristband. He wants to, you know, have him kind of memorize the plays Um, And so, which is very interesting because it's a new offense. You would think that they would start that early and then wean him off of it, but it appears that Lamar feels okay with doing that. And so, you know, there are going to be some issues in that regard. Um, But I think that, you know, you have to take that into account and then you have to realize that eventually there's going to be more players that will be joining this offense. You hope JK Dobbins will be a part of that. You know, Rashad Bateman will eventually come back. And then you mentioned Zay Flowers, you know, who had missed a couple of practices, but ultimately all of the parts aren't even there right now. And they're still trying to figure out and implement a new offense. So I definitely think that this will get interesting. Um, with the pads coming on, how this is going to work. Uh, it should be fun uh, seeing, you know, who stands out, who doesn't stand out. <laughs> well, that's not the fun part, but um, but who stands out will definitely be fun um, in that regard. Pat Ricard, a guy, we didn't even mention him. He's, he's still working. I, I, saw, I, I did post a video of him working out in the end zone at the stadium practice. He's still on to the sideline. Still trying to work his way back. John Harbaugh did tell us that Jalen Armour Day, I mean, uh, Pepe Williams should make his return to the practice field today. Yeah. Uh, which which is a good sign for him because I, I do think he's one of those guys that needs to get out there and start playing to try to give the coaches a good idea of how uh, they'll be using him this year, if at all. That that nickel spot is kind of open, for, it's kind of up for grabs right now. 
uh, at least part of the rotation. They're still going to play Kyle Hamilton there. Yeah. I believe they're going to play Brandon Stevens there a little bit as well. Marlon may go on the inside every now and then like he usually does. But Pepe could be a guy that's a part of that rotation. We'll see.